All right, y'all, let's cut this music. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag CB99 Talks. Dang, episode 131. I'm doing this one live tonight, man, so this ain't no pre-recorded video. What's up, Marcus? Just, just, so you get, just so you know, giving you a heads up, jumping on this one live. But yeah, man, um, yeah, I know it's kind of late, but I said, you know what? I got, I got time. I'm going to go ahead and do this one while I got some things on my mind you know a couple of interviews that were out today and i said you know what this definitely adds some fuel to the fire because i gotta talk about what's going on with with the bantamweight division right now i mean it's still you know the bantamweight division is still taking its time you know it's not going to change right away you know but there is some interesting things going on so i said you know let's jump on and talk about 135 you know 135 hasn't seen this much action in a minute <laughs> you know what's up everyone and kill quest it's it's like how long has it been now like since we had like some type of hype going behind this division i mean we we we're getting fights you know amanda nunez you know as a champion long time you know been dominating but we haven't really had that fire in the, in the division you know like we haven't had that type of fire in a long time and i'm not sure if we're going to have it now but it is nice to see some shakeups. You know, it is nice to see some shakeups and you know some new fighters being signed. You know, so that's a good thing. So yeah, let's talk about Buena Silva a little bit. You know, I'm going to talk about where she falls into this whole title shot thing, and we're going to talk about her skill set too. You know, we're going to talk about her skill set. Like, how far can she get? Like, can she win the belt? And um, I looked at the Julianne opinion interview just a couple hours ago, you know, off of MMA hour and uh, Julianne opinion, man, she just continues to like, you know, just rep, just represent herself, you know, in the mic skills. And I know she says a lot of things people don't like, but what she's doing is needed. I mean, Hey, if, she, if you're not going to promote yourself, I mean, if nobody else is going to promote you. Who else is going to promote you? Right. So we'll talk about her. And where's Rocky at, man? Where's Rocky? Like we got, we got to ask, we got to answer that question. Where's Rocky at right now? Because she's got to put herself in that mix. And Holly, you know Holly, what's up with Holly? Holly home. You know, to me, there's only two roads for her, so I want to talk about that. And then we, we, I want to kind of go back and talk about Norman Dumont and Chelsea Chandler a little bit, man. I mean. This this past weekend it was crazy, you know, when it came down to fights. I mean, we had, you know, a grudge match going on with Dumont and Chelsea. Which let me let me go ahead and put this up right here. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's good that Chelsea could laugh at herself in this situation. I mean, because millions of other people are laughing about it. And it was kind of funny. It was funny. Uh so for Chelsea, you know, you, you got to find some humor in it and you got to say, you know what, let me not take myself so seriously next time and just kind of play this back. Anytime you, you, you start to get that, you start to get that, that feeling of being a little full of yourself, you know? So, you know, Chelsea Chandler, she posted it up on Instagram, you know, she's cool with it. Um, 
yeah, she's she's fine with it, you know. So, hey, as long as she's laughing at it, that means hey, that she can learn from it, and it's not eating away at her. You know, she didn't disappear off social media like some people. She she ain't block nobody. So, that's the sign you want to see is somebody that can say, "Oh, I made a mistake. I can learn from it." Right. So yeah, that was a fight last weekend that I don't really think is going to do much good as far as like building up a featherweight division. I mean, not saying it's their fault, but, you know, nobody's really said anything about continuing on. You know, Norman Dumas not getting like an interim belt or anything like that. There's still no ranking system. So both of these fighters, they might have to move down to 135 too, you know, if if their bodies let them. So, you know, with Norma and Chelsea, with the energy they bring and experience like Norma has, maybe she can get into this mix at 135, you know, who knows? So. It all depends on if they if they can make weight, right? But um, going back to Myra Buena Silva, man, um, I just seen the rankings. You know, let me go ahead and pull up the rankings because I don't want to give y'all false information, but it looks like Myra Buena Silva, she just jumped up from 10 to 3 after beating Holly Holm. You know, Holly Holm is now number 5. So... Myra Buena Silva is in that. She's in that mix, man. She's in the top three. You know, there's a vacant belt. Pena's one. Rocky's two. Silva's three. You know, so she's in that mix now. Um, You know, to me, I got to give her props right now. I got to give Myra Buena Silva props. Number one, you know, she's playing chess. You know, she's playing chess right now. You know, there was a time, you know, she was kind of going through the motions at 125. I couldn't really tell, you know, how good she was at 135 because some, 125, you know, when she was at flyweight, Myra Buena Silva, it was kind of questionable. Like sometimes she would show up, sometimes she wouldn't. Sometimes she looked good. Sometimes she looked average. You know, the Montana De La Rose fight wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't a satisfying fight. I thought that was a fight that she could have won. The Jillian Robertson fight, she'll come in and submit you. And then she comes up short against Manone, doesn't even look like she wants to fight. So when she was at 125, I didn't really know what to say about her. But when she found a home at 135, you know, she she kind of got in right at the perfect time. You know, I think Myra Buena Silva jumped into a division that was, you know, kind of dying out, which was a blessing to her you know it was a good thing that she jumped in at a time like that and not like when the division was really thriving itself but you know with her jumping in at 135 now it's a good time for her to kind of make the best moves you know because now when you have the bottom half that's not really polished a bunch of newcomers that's not ready and then the top half is older fighters you know, on the downside and you fall somewhere right there in the middle, you know, Myra Buena Silva, she can kind of ease her way in and look better than she probably is. Right now, I'm not knocking her. You know, I'm definitely not knocking. I'm, you know, not bashing her skills. I still think Myra Buena Silva is as good as she was at 125. But now her skills can kind of show. They, they can kind of show up a little bit better now because the fighters aren't as good 
if that makes sense. You know, like I'm not saying she's as good as a flyweight or even better now, but I'm just saying like she kind of falls into a, a position where you can kind of see her look more confident. But on the plus side, she can also improve as a fighter. Like she doesn't have to rush herself into certain fights. You know, she doesn't have to rush to try to get better and evolve at this fast pace, you know, because looking at the Holly home fight, that was a fight that I felt, okay, Holly could probably go in there and just outpoint her, use her experience. She's seen this before, but after seeing like what silver can do with just with her jujitsu alone, you know, I said, okay, then some of these top level fighters at Bantamweight, you know, they might not be ready for that because some of these girls aren't, you know, some of these Bantamweights are coming from the old school. Like, you know, Juliana Pena, she's been around since the Tough House. How long ago was that Tough House? Juliana Pena's been around. Rocky, they've been around for like 10 years, right? So some of those fighters are already set in their ways. But, you know, Myra Buena Silva, she's somebody that I think can, like, adjust on the fly. So, yeah, she's getting in at the perfect time. You know, she's kind of getting right in at the perfect time where she can weed out some of the old heads. Uh, she can beat some of the new girls because – you know, she's seen a little bit of everything at 125, you know, so I think good on Myra Buena Silva, you know, good on her. Um, can she win the belt at this point? You know, well, well, I'll ask this question. Should she fight for the title? Yeah, I mean, she's number three. I mean, if she can talk herself into a title fight, why not? I mean, I still think Rocky's more deserving because she's beat better fighters and i think to me she's put herself in that position to go for another title shot but if silva can actually swing it her way and get in the mix with either one of these two for a title shot if somebody gets left out and if it was pena if it was rocky and if it turns out to be buena silva then i'd be like oh yo Yo, go ahead and fight for it. Go ahead, you know, because the division is not really that dangerous right now. Anyways, like like I said, it's it's in a trend. It's going through a transition. So, you know, when Silva, you know, might want to get in now while the fighters are still kind of growing and evolving, because this would be the best time for her to go for that belt and say, hey, oh, man, I fought for the title. I poss- possibly could win it, you know. So I think Buena Silva, she, you know, she should be able to fight for it. Uh, can she win it? Yeah, I think she can win it. You know, I think that, like I said, with her skill set, she could easily fall into that mix. You know, she could easily fall into the mix because her training, you know, is is on another level now versus how she was training in 125. You know, she's getting stronger. I still think there's some things that, you know, she kind of slips up on. That she's not you know fully committed to that could cost her in these fights but if she turns it up you know she could be a problem you know i think that i think buena silva carries power i think she carries power up because when she was touching holly you know she was hurting her uh the thing is if she wasn't able to get holly early in it into that choke or if like holly was a bit of a more versatile striker that night, I think, you know, Buena Silva could have easily lost too, because, you know, she walks into a lot of shots, 
you know, she walks into a lot of shots. So I think that you know, I think she's in a position right now where she could get the belt, you know, and she could actually fight for it. and She could possibly win it, though. But uh, let me see what y'all talking about real quick. Uh, Kel Quest said Myra beating the two former champs and Holly and Tate would solidify her shot against the Rocky Pena winner. Yeah, I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with that because I think, yeah, like you said, man, if if Pena and Pennington go ahead and get the fight in, in the meantime, like Juliana Pena said in her interview, Winter Silver has unfinished business with Tate. You know, she could pull a Ketlin Viria and stack up both of them veterans' names, you know, uh, and beat, you know, beat Tate. And she said, oh, I beat two former champs. Oh, I'm ready to go now. You know, so in the meantime, like I said, if she doesn't get get the shot, it's fine. Uh, Darby, what's up? He said, did Silva do enough to push aside Rocky and fight Pena? Um, personally, I like I said, I think Rocky's more deserving, but with how she got the you know how she got the victory over somebody that always says she's one title shot away it kind of puts her in that mix you know because now she's four and oh um so she's just kind of in that position where she's more so riding off of the finish of holly because holly's a bigger name you know and um, she's kind of riding off of uh, the momentum right now but deep down if you were to pick the more deep resume, it would be Rocky Pennington, you know? So when it comes down to politics, if they squeeze doing a silver in, you know, it ain't going to come down to what that fighter's done or who, who's accomplished more, you know? So with her getting number three, um, it's more of a political thing, I think, but Hey, she played it well, you know, she's playing it well right now. I think, well, Everest, I'd argue at this point, Myra Buenesco versus Rocky is a title fight to make if we're talking merit. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like, Juliana Pena's trash talk has kind of blinded a lot of people on what her resume looks like right now. You know, it's kind of blinded everybody. And we automatically think since she left off one and one with Amanda, Juliana automatically is fighting for the title so we're always thinking is it Pena Bueno Silva or Pena Pennington you know not too many people are saying Bueno Silva Pennington I mean a few of y'all are but you know for the most part everybody thinks it's going to be this Bueno Silva and Pennington fighting Pena and everybody thinks just Pena's just locked in but when you look at the resumes here who's going on longer winning streaks and who's actually being humble enough fight other fights well that's rocky definitely got to be my winning silver because you know she's you know fighting her way up you know where whereas rocky Pennington's already here she shouldn't have to fight anybody else right because let me see rocky Pennington five five and oh in her last five fights hasn't lost a fight since the rematch to holly three years ago right and uh, Juliana Pena is <clears throat> one and one in her wars with Nunes, but in her last five fights, she is one, two, three and two in the past four years. You know, she beat McMahon, Nunes, 
and Nico and lost that fight to GDR and the rematch to Amanda, right? So you could argue, okay, she's three and two, but then you got these two fighters who are going on straight streaks right now. So they could easily be the two choices for a title fight, right? So, yeah, man, um, I think right now, like I said, Myra Winter Silver, she's in a good position to, you know, go for the belt now. Because, like I said, while the fighters are kind of older and they're going through a transition, she could easily take this belt and, you know, I could build up her stock. So I think, you know, she's doing the right thing. And, and you know, she did she made the right move, too, as far as like being able to stay afloat in the UFC, because, you know, in all honesty, with the way 125 is, you know, I don't think Myra Buena Silva would have made it too far. Again, no disrespect. I just think there's fighters that are levels above. I mean, she might have gotten to like 15 or 14, but I don't think if she stuck around at 125, man, like she would have made it this far, though. Oh, yeah, Mastermind. That's true for sure. Myra Buena Silva is still Manon's daughter. Hey, you know, I ain't denying that. <laughs> I know that for sure. And again, that, that shows you how good Madonna is, huh? you know, how much better she is. So I'm just saying. But what do y'all think, man? Like, what do you think about the move that Myra Buenasil is making? I mean, it worked, right? She beat a Holly Holm. She's number three. Would she have gotten this high at 125? I don't think so. Like I said, I just think that the, fly, the fighters at flyweight are much more much more well-rounded and they're much more confident committed and their styles i think and you know i'm, I'm saying their styles because i think that fighters like natalia silva well you already see manon do it i think fighters like natalia silva kareem silva uh jennifer maya even the casey o'neill macy barber aaron blanchfield those fighters like that i think the way they fight would really, you know, their styles and the way they fight, it would, the majority of those fighters would shut down Buena Silva. Let me just put it that way. They would shut down Buena Silva, okay? They would shut her down. Um, so, especially with just the way the, the flyweight division is, like the girls there, they just seem to be so much more determined and well-rounded right now. So, it was good she moved up moving up to one 135 good place for her. she can improve along the way and she'll have enough to take on whether it's the girls on the come up like you know the the Liz Boas and so on Eileen Perez and if she wants to fight Misha Tate you know I, I can see her beating Misha Tate fighting somebody like Pena Pena is tough gritty but sometimes she can be reckless and limited. So Silva might match up with Ju Juliana Pena. You know, again, technically, she's still developing, but compared to flyways, but she's still developing. But what she has, it can be dangerous against the more so complacent bantamweights. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I just like to kind of break it down to y'all like that. That's how I feel. Easy, what's up? He said, Myra Buenasilva is better suited for 135. She's too big for 125. Anyway, 
Jay Ball said, I like Winter Silver. She, but she's so hittable and she's not that physical. She's just aggressive. Yeah, she's not really like, um, she's not really like down and dirty, like clinch type dirty boxing. She's, she can get aggressive in the pocket, but she'll kind of sit back too. You know, she'll sit back and wait. Like she's looking for the perfect shot. And that's what caused her these fights against movers and shakers like Marina Moreau. In, in, in Manon again yeah because Marina Moreau you know box circles around her uh, you know she boxed circles around her in that fight um yeah just aggressive you know just a lot of pressure but you know she can be hit uh, not very like athletic but she won't really get like dirty and physical in there so yeah ravioli what's up he said put Ketlin Vieri in there yeah that that would be a good test for her like as far as how good can she hold her own on the ground against a big grappler like Kevin Vieria? You know, that would really test her into that level. Like, can she make an adjustment on the feet? Can she strike consistently throughout that fight and beat somebody like Kevin Vieria? Because Kevin Vieria has been looking like she's been starting to tighten her hands up a little bit more. You know, the way she was beating up on Holly, and I'm talking about like a smaller open target. So if Myra Buena Silva played a striking game with Kelly Vieira, it could be dangerous. You know, it could be dangerous there if she's not letting go enough. Uh, Ravio said, Panny's a good boxer, but true, she isn't dangerous. Yeah, she's a good boxer, but yeah, I, I still think, I'm a fan of Panny, but I don't think there's that, that really like high threat level there, you know? Uh, robot chicken what's up he said you obviously don't see the growth in nbs she's a finisher panty isn't going panty is a i go with the more dangerous fighter every time well she's got the danger level to her but i do agree with j ball on this one where like he said there's a lack of defense there um and and there's not a there's not enough of her being physical in some of these fights because yeah holly did have some success with her clinch against her you know, and Rocky has a very good clinch game, too. So if she winds up fighting Rocky, you know, hey, Rocky might be able to neutralize. Rocky might not fall for the same mistakes. You know, Rocky's submission game is on point, too. You know, so you just never know. Uh, Let's see. We've got a bunch of comments here. I just got to go back through here. So some of y'all, what's going on? Y'all straight is in the building. He said, Myra Winter Silver struggled against mediocre flyweights, and yet she's 4-0 at 130. Five and stop and former champions. Yeah. I mean, if you just came in straight, that's the point I'm making. Like, re- regardless of what we can say, like her struggling against mediocre fly- flyweights, that's why she's making the, the, the chess move she's making is perfect. You know, the chess move she's making. Is per- if you want to have a long career, Straya, you got to go where the pastures look greener to you. You know what I mean? Like, if she stuck around at flyweight, like I said earlier, she might get cut, right? So why not go up to 135? You know, weight cut's not rough. She's stronger there. And and, the, and like I said, the competition isn't too too bad. So she fits in perfect right now. You know, so that's wise on her. Yeah, she's 4-0. And now she's getting a title shot. So she wouldn't be as close to a title shot at 125. So that's what you got to do, you know, play chess right now. It's, it's a chess. It's all about chess. 
And yeah, I agree with that, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I said that. I guess you. You said Manon, Aaron, Tyler Santos would probably destroy 135. Yeah, I think so. I think Aaron would probably need to grow into it maybe after about a year. But I think Manon and Tyler, you know, they're already built for like, they're already built for 135. I mean, Manon's first fight was like at 140 against, you know, featherweight Leah McCourt. So, yeah, I think she would have no problem being uh, featherweight. You know what I mean? Straight said everyone wants to see Pena getting smashed in the face, but I want to see her tighten her defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> what's what's the what, where's the confusion there? I mean, if you want to get better as a fighter, you need to tighten your defense up, right? Same as we say, Myron Winter Silva, um, my girl Yasmin Howrigi. I mean, there comes a point you need to tighten your defense up right and the evidence is the amanda nunez fight five rounds sounds like she needs to tighten her defense up i want to see her tighten her defense up you know she you know she's bragging about being the first mom champion she will be the first mom champion with cte and i'm i'm not being funny i'm being real you know so yeah tighten that defense up man holly tried her wall while holding terrorism and it backfired <laughs> Yeah, I think there's more of an art to Rocky Pennington's uh, clinch game. You know, I think it's a little bit smarter. And it could be problems for Winter Silver. But we see how it plays out. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about Rocky real quick, man. Like, and I'm, yeah, be real brief on it because she hadn't really said too much, you know. Um, I know she said she wanted to rest up. You know, I guess spend some time with their baby and everything. But, you know, I think Rocky's probably going to have to speak up a little bit more if she wants to get this title shot because we know how Dana Dana can do. You know, Dana's seeing somebody getting finishes and, you know, they got a big mouth and they're, they're bombing back at Juliana Pena right now. He might swing right in there and say, oh, let's go ahead and give Silver that fight. You know, Rocky's had her shot before. So I think, you know, Rocky might want to speak up, go ahead and call out a date or two and, you know, throw out some tweets, start adding people, start saying, hey, let me get Winter Silver. Let me get Pena on this November, December card, you know, something like that. Because I think Pena said in this recent interview that they got a lot of the cards already booked. I think November and December might be open. That's when the title shot might happen. So, yeah, now it's time for Rocky to go ahead and, you know, let it be known and just say, hey, let me get this shot. You know, I know she did at the interview I seen her on. And that was before this fight, you know, before the Buena Silva Tate fight. This was at the Hall of Fame, the UFC Hall of Fame. You know, Rocky did voice her opinion and said, you know, I want to take some time off. But, yeah, sometime around November, December. But yeah, now's the time to go ahead and speak up now because yeah, Buena Silva is making her mark and she talking trash. And we all know, like Straya said there, he he says more fun seeing Pena getting beat down. So he probably wants to see somebody like Buena Silva go in there that has power and pressure. And he wants to see somebody put it on Pena like that. So and that might be what Dana's thinking, <laughs> you know. 
So, yeah, I just want to see Rocky say something. You know, ain't got to go to the level of trash talk. I just hope she can get into that mix because, to me, she is the one to get that shot fairly. You know, she is the one that earned it. J-Ball said Rocky winning the belt would be so bad for the division, to be honest. Uh, you know, all's fair, though, in this this all's fair in MMA and war, though, as I see it. <laughs> um, I would still give her the shot, though. I mean, she's earned it. You just can't let somebody sit and not get it, give it to them, especially. And this is my opinion, you know, as far as hard work goes. If somebody is, that's, you know a fan of somebody putting in the work to get better so if she wins it oh well i mean hey so maybe it should be against pena just so we don't risk losing the the new blood in the division and win a silver right go ahead and make it rocky and pena so you don't necessarily throw win a silver in the mix to to possibly get outclassed against somebody who's going to be a little bit more um in shape and fresher than holly was you know but yeah um let's see darby said rocky ain't winning nothing it's possible now it's very much possible rocky could win this title she's in the mix now and when you're looking at the skill sets of these two fighters on the left pena and buena silva they're good but Nobody, um, nobody here is like just solidified. This is oh, that much danger. Oh, yeah, Pennant has no chance. No, nah, it's not like that. Both of these fighters can easily lose to Rocky, and Rocky could lose to them. So, yeah, but with that, I was looking at the Julian Opinion interview, man, and um. Juliana Pena, boy, I tell you what, that girl, man, she she <laughs> she has a mouth on her, man. Juliana Pena, she definitely has a mouth on her. She that girl can talk some trash, and that that's her meal ticket. We we can't get mad at her, man. We cannot get mad at her, and that's the thing with me. Like when Juliana Pena opens her mouth, there's some things she said that are so delusional. But then I'm brought back to reality and saying, oh yeah. She's carrying this division on her back, like she said in the interview. You know, she's carrying the division on her back. It's good that we got her around because she's she's bringing eyes to the division. You know, it ain't the same numbers like it ain't the Ronda numbers, it ain't the Holly Holm numbers, but she's still bringing, you know, her fans around and fans that want to see her get beat down, right? So. Juliana Pena is doing what she needs to do. She's doing what she needs to do. And um, as mad as people get about it, I can't get mad at her, man. Like, I, I disagree with some of the things she, she says, but I, it's a business. You know, it's a business she's in. You know, she's taking pictures with Trump. You know, she's constantly calling herself the first mom champion, which she is. You know, she is. I mean, we can't we can't knock that. I mean. It might sound offensive to some people, but Juliana Pena being a real woman about it. I mean, she's like, hey, I had I had my baby. And I know people are going to disagree with her how she feels about it, but let's be real. She she had her baby and she got back in shape to win the belt. Right. 
So she truly is that first mom champion. And she she deserves to, to wear that. She deserves to wear that crown, right? Um, again, you know, she, she knows how to ruffle feathers. So, and she, she, she used to do this in the tough house too. You know, I used to, I was a fan of her in the tough house. You know, I was a fan of her back then too. You know, I, she was always kind of putting that light on her, but she was winning, you know? So even back then, you know, I, I was, I was supporting her then because you seemed like everybody was against her, you know, but she put herself in that position, but she knew that I have to kind of have this character. I got to build this kind of character if I want to thrive in this in this business, you know, that's dominated by Rhonda at the time. Even post Rhonda, you know, she's still trying to hold this division afloat. And I can't knock her, man. Like I said, I don't knock her on any of that. But I think before, you know, she can continue to think she's the best best fighter of all time or even hold her on to Amanda, you know, she's going to have to tighten that defense up. I'm serious, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, let me hold off with a defense talk. Let me look at y'all's comments. Hold on. Donovan said Holly is only number five in the ranking. She's probably going to stick around, but she doesn't control her destiny towards a title shot. Plus, she's a huge draw in WMMA standards, right? So, yeah, she's going she gonna to stick around. Um, Kill Quest said everyone is a threat to each other because no one is a dominant champion. Yep, that's true. That's true. Easy said the more Pena talks, the worse her loss will be. <laughs> oh, man. J-Ball said, in fact, I think Rocky should be the favorite to win. He said, I love Juliana Pena. Rocky is a submission threat to Pena. She is. Who knew that Judy GDR would be a submission threat to her, right? J-Ball said, Rocky definitely deserves it, and I wouldn't be shocked if Rocky is the favorite to win. Pena is the savior of this division. When it comes to putting eyes on the division, she is in that way. You know, she is in that way because she is keeping it alive. But um, I think when it comes down to all the girls putting in work, I think it's like an equal. It's pretty much down the line. You know, Rocky's doing what a fighter does, you know, fighting and winning. But as far as like the entertainment side, you know, I think, you know, Juliana Pena is still that one that's. I can't lie. Like she said in the interview, she's she's carrying it on her back. All right. But as far as the interview, like I said, it's what's expected from her. You know, she doesn't really go out of bounds of what she used. She usually says, you know, nothing I disagree, like disagree with. I just kind of listen to her talk and just say, oh, wow. Like this girl knows how to get this girl knows how to make enemies. And she knows she knows how to make fans, but she knows how to make enemies, too. And like I said, she's similar to Clarissa Shields in that factor, you know. And if you want to be a star, that's what you have to do. Not everybody loves a star. I mean, in the game, people love, hate Conor McGregor, love, hate John Jones. Pena's nowhere near that level, but people love and they hate her. They love and hate Clarissa. And to get people to see your fights, sometimes you got to make them hate you. So they'll pay to see you lose. They'll, they'll pay to want to, they want to, they pay to see you lose, you know, Floyd Mayweather. Never lost a fight, but used to have a lot of fans come out to pay to see him lose, right? So in the end, you can thank your haters as well. 
so you know juliana pena she's doing what she got to do you know to keep it alive it's just a business for her and if she wants to get that next shot she has to stay relevant um mma fan what's up pizza i agree with what pena said about macy oh yeah she went in boy i mean she didn't go too hard but she said what did she say she said you need to get some what did she say what did she tell her to drink i can't remember what she said to drink but she i'm about to pull the interview up now she said drink something and meet me at 135 you know if you want to if she really wants to come see her basically if she wants that smoke you know meet her at 135 but she was saying you know you ain't even never fought for a belt you lost to fighters like rock rock roxanne Matafari. yeah protein shake yeah she said go ahead and bring drink you a protein shake and meet me at 135 you know if you want to keep on talking yeah she said drink a protein shake come up to 135 and yeah let's do this if you know she really wants to be a champion because she said she never fought for no belt you know lost to fighters like roxy hey because we remember what you know macy called her cringy cringy you like at the interview she called her macy called her cringy the night before she fought ebos so yeah you know it, it it's it's expected, you know, because Macy talks, Pena talks, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that, that was funny, though. Uh, MMA or MMA fan for life, you know, when she she put it the way she said it, too. You know, I was just like, oh, yeah, you know, they're, they're going to be going back back and forth for a while. I don't think Macy Barb's ever going to go up to 135, though, but this will make for some nice trash talk for for the next couple of months mma fan for life said one month until yeah man one month until Whaley lamos y'all i'm ready it's about time to do the breakdown show for it, man when we get closer and closer Whaley lamos it's on ravioli said pina don't need to diss roxy like that <laughs> easy said that roxy did was killer shut macy down with that one i mean yeah you know that's one of my go-tos whenever you know we breaking down we breaking down like where macy needs to be you know what i'm saying like when macy thinks she's ready for or if macy puts down somebody like aaron or somebody like that i'm gonna be like nah because i don't think aaron would lose to roxy <laughs> you know what i mean like no diss to roxy but it's just saying like before you can get to this level you need to pass this level and macy has now you know macy's gotten better i mean macy's definitely getting closer to you know contender status she just needs that one fight to take her out of that really take her out of that prospect realm i mean ebos was a good win but i'd like to see maybe another fight like a chikagan or lauren murphy or somebody like that or not lauren murphy but jennifer maya high five what's up he said if macy can beat the new maya who i believe is another threat to the title i would i would believe her yeah, that's probably gonna be the name. Robot Chick said Pena is mad because Macy was spot on about Pena being disrespectful to Nunez's retirement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was acting the fool that night, man. She was acting the fool that night. But yeah, um, back to uh back to Juliana Pena though. 
Yeah, Julian opinion, you know, she um is in a position right now where you know, she has to kind of talk this way, like I said, just to kind of keep herself in the mix. Uh, but she may kind of sound like Myra Buena Silva. Let me pull up the interview here. I don't want to like misquote her, but let me go ahead and look this interview. Like the best way to put it. Myra Buena Silva is definitely showing some interest here. Oh, yeah, she really went in, man. What, let me see here. Yeah, so Juliana Pena, she said, okay. Let's see. Okay, yeah, whenever Juliana Pena, when Buena Silva first uh, brought up Juliana Pena, she said, uh, I thought I thought it was funny. The thing is, I've been around since the very beginning, since 2023. Yep, that's how long it's been since the division started. So one good win, two good wins. I'm the first ever to win the Ultimate Fighter. I'm the first mom champion. I'm the first to beat someone who hadn't been beaten in seven years and finish them. I finished everybody on the Ultimate Fighter. I'm saying that I don't, I don't have any. She's saying that I don't have. She's saying that I don't have any good fights. I literally beat everybody on the Ultimate Fighter. So after that. And then I fought more and then I had that devastating knee injury. So at that point, I think I was seven and no. And then I fought Valentina Shevchenko. So, yes, yeah, she drops the number. She drops the seven and one, had a baby, came back and then was able to win the world title. And she says that I only have two good fights. OK, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Myra Buenasilva says she only had two good fights in her career. And then she says, Myra is my biggest fan, and she is Amanda Nunez's tampon holder. Wow. She said that's the reality of the situation. See, that girl has never had a short for words. That whew, she be talking trash. Running Rini, what's up? She said, Let's go, Way Lee. Um, man, that girl. <laughs> she said she's Amanda's biggest fan. She's my biggest fan and Amanda's tampon holder. Wow. But yeah, I I do agree with Juliana Pena. You know, she she has good fights. You know, she's made some reckless mistakes, but even in those fights, they were good fights. But um, you know, I think the only way they can solve this is if they just fight. At this point, you know, at this point, they just got to throw down. That's how it is. Um, Easy said, "Myra Buena Silva burn Pena." When she said, "Nobody wins in the Pena Rocky fight because no one wants to see it." <laughs> Man. So there's a lot of good trash talk here. There's a lot of good trash talk. Myra Buena Silva says this. Pena bounces back with this. Oh man, yeah. So with with Rocky just kind of chilling on the, you know, in the cut, you almost want to see Pena and Silva kind of hash this thing out. But I hate to do that with Rocky, man, because she's she's deserving of it. <laughs> oh man. Robot Chicken said Myra Buena Silva is more dangerous than Pena is. Do y'all agree with that? <clears throat> that's a good uh well, that's a statement there. That's a that's a good question. Who's more dangerous, Myra Buena Silva or Pena? Because when I think Myra Buena Silva, she has a dangerous level of jujitsu. Because even in the Manon Ferro fight, I said Manon has to be careful, she could get submitted. Like I kept thinking of the submission game in that fight. You know. 
even when she fought Montana Del Rosa, I thought she was going to submit her. She has a dangerous submission game. I mean, the proof is there. She's submitted her last four opponents now at 135. You know, so there's danger there. But Pena, what does she bring that's really, really dangerous? I think Pena's dangerous because she keeps coming, man. She's a, she's a, you know, she's a terminator. She's so durable. She's really gritty, man, and like, she won't stop coming for five rounds. Like you have to choke her out, and you you have to put her out to finish her. You have to make you have to tap her out, lock her in, and get her out of there. You know. Um. MMA fan for life said, do you think Macy is calling out Lauren Murphy because she thinks it's easier fight instead of calling out Chikagan? That's a good question because I'm going to do a video on that. And um, I can go ahead and give you a little taste of what I think. I think so. Because honestly, I like where Macy Barber is growing. I like that the fact she's developing. She's she's looking good. She's She's looking better than she did two years ago. But I still think Chikagan has enough to beat her. I do. Now, if Macy goes in there and beats her, hey, I can see that. But then that's definitely going to tell me that she's above that now. I just think Chikagan's style um, her, and her cardio. And I don't think people give Chikagan's durability enough credit. Like, she got stopped with a body shot, yeah, for, for sure, to Jessica Andrade. But... Other than that, you know, she she can take a punch. You know, she took Manon. She took Jennifer Myers punches. She took Lauren Murphy's punches back in the day, you know. So Viviana Rujo, you know, so I think Caitlin Chikagan would be in that fight for the long haul, you know. But, yeah, I think Lauren fight more plays into her style. And let's be real. I was watching the Tough Tough House yesterday, and I almost forgot about this. You know, like when they're doing that matchmaking, you got to understand this is how matchmakers play out too because they're thinking who's who's an easier fight for you you know like dana was asking the fighters who's the easier fight now he's not asking macy or the particular fighters that that are already signed but the matchmakers in general when they're sitting down talking and they're looking at these fighters they're thinking that sometimes they're thinking like okay if we want to get macy closer to a title shot who's her easiest fight do we really want to put somebody that's that hard in front of her that's going to stop our possible money ticket you know what i mean same with like alexa grass who like most of the fighters alexa fought on the way up yeah i picked alexa all day to beat all of them. the only one i was going with was jojo because that was a fan pick but even grasso you know look how they matched her up with they matched her up with fighters they knew she could beat for the most part so i think you know Macy has it in mind that, you know, I want to get Lauren Murphy because Lauren is a safer bet. That's what she's thinking now. You never know what Lauren Murphy can show up. But that this that, that's what I'm thinking. I think Lauren Murphy, she feels plays more into her style than Chikagan or Jennifer Maya because, you know, Jennifer Maya is dangerous, you know. So. And, and she's this close. You got to think, too, man, MMA fan. She's she's this close. So why throw another tough test? That's how she's thinking. Like, I'm not throwing another tough test in my way. I done fought five people. So let me go ahead and fight Lauren Murphy so I can lock in this Grasso Shevchenko fight next. You know, that's the way of thinking. RJ Birdle. Oh boy, RJ Birdle, what are you talking about, man? Who are you? Who are you talking about, man? 
how you how you get Zhang Weili and Rose out of out of how you get Zhang Weili and Rose out of that man? <laughs> how you get them names out of a out of a Lauren Murphy Macy Barber situation? Robot Chicken said, "God bless you and keep being positive." Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. <clears throat> but yeah, I hope that answers your question, MMA fan for life. I went a little longer on it because. I find, you know, I find matchmaking, I find it fascinating. You know, I find matchmaking fascinating. Like, I want to see the toughest fights, but I understand, like, why some fighters choose certain fights when they're already that close because the, t- the title fight is going to be a tough fight, you know? And sometimes they don't want to put another, t- another tough fight in their face because um, it could kill it. It could kill that dream, which is right there in their reach. Ravioli said, Chikeg is much tougher than she seems. Oh, yeah, for sure. She is. She is. He said, agreed. Chikagan is right there beside Lauren in the rankings. Macy's not confident that she beats Chikagan. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> you know, you know, I like where she's going now. But, yeah, I think that Lauren Murphy um, is the one that she feels she can she can get out the way right now. Good question, though. Definitely good question. Uh, Walter Bell said a lot of focus gets placed on the white female's physical attributes, but Pena has sex appeal in intestinal fortitude. Yeah. Um, when you look at the demographic in the UFC, they're always going to look at white. Well, Holly, let me just say Holly Holm is the, you know, she's the prototype, the blonde, white, right? So they're always going to look at that type. That's where it's going to be placed on for the average MMA fan, you know. But for Pena, yeah, I'm looking at the guts. I'm not even looking at how she looks either. You know, I'm, I'm looking at how her, how she fights. You know, that's why I care more about her defense. You know, me personally, like the hardcore fan like me, I'm looking at Pena's guts in there. You know, that's what I'm always really don't care what she looks like. I, I want to see what she, what she's bringing to the table whenever she's in that in that cage, you know. Darby said Murphy was standing there and bang with Macy. Chicago's too technical, right? Yep, that's what it all comes down to. That's just, that's just what it all comes down to. Easy said I can't see Macy doing anything close to what Valentina and Andrade did to Murphy. That's a tougher fight than she realizes. She's not. She's not pure or killer. She's not on pure killer level either. Hmm. I don't know, man. Lord, Lord, not Lauren Murphy. I think Macy Barber is tough, man. She, she is something, though. I mean, you know, she is tough. You know, um, what was I going to say about Macy Barber? Macy Barber, what was I going to say about her? Well, I'll hold off on it. Zama said Murphy would try to grapple. What else can she do? Yeah, she's gonna have to, you know. She's she's not really gonna want to strike with Barbara, who's getting more technical to me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy was saying that she's um down on that killer level. I think she is, man. Like Macy, when she gets you in trouble, she gonna she's gonna hurt you. She's gonna get you out of there, man. She's gonna get you out. You know, it hasn't it hadn't come in some of those fights because she was fighting better competition and durable fighters. But when it came down to Ebos's chin, and you know her orbital bone got broke. You know, she was she finished that girl. So Macy hits to do damage, man. Yeah, she hits hard. 
yeah i think she has, she has a pure kill, killer killer level I, I don't think she can we can say she's elite or like has the best technique but yeah i think macy barber is a, is a killer in there because once she, you give she, she goes for three rounds you know she'll fight she'll fight the whole the whole fight too Okay, but yeah, what were we saying about um Julian Pena though? Julian Pena, um, what was it? Uh, Myra Bueno Silva said, "Oh yeah, she said if um the Rocky fight and the Pena fight happens, she, she's like that's a fight nobody." Wants to do. I'll play some of it. This is the Bueno Silva interview. She said. I'll smash you, the Julian Pena. Her English has gotten better too, though. Macy should beat Murphy and take her spot. Truthfully, yes, yeah, she should. She should be able to. Let me skim through this interview. Hold on. Okay. See, so Rocky don't want to fight her. Yeah, I don't really think Rocky needs to fight Buena Silva, though. In my opinion, Rocky Rocky's number two, so no. Yeah, Juliana says she would beat both of them in the same night. Dang, she really looked like she got mad, boy. <laughs> I had to play that, man, because she, she looked like she was really mad. Like, the point she was laughing, and she was like, hold on, Julian Pena said that? She said, shut up. I mean, I got to save that interview. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, Ravioli said Rocky's clear, the clear number one contender. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think she is. So she wouldn't need to fight Silva. Um, so in the meantime, if I'm going to be as logical as possible, I'll say Pena needs to, Buena Silva needs to kind of step aside and let these two fight then because they're the number one and number two. Let's build up this fight then. Like if, if Pena can get by Rocky and if Buena Silva can get by Tate, then yeah, they should fight. 
Joseph, what's up? He said Pena isn't winning any title again, whether it's Rocky or Silva. He said they beaten that punching bag Pena, who, by the way, is very easy to submit to. Hey, I mean, yeah, she she has her recklessness, man. Ravioli said Rocky's clear number one contender. Joseph said GDR is not a submission artist and submitted Pena. That, yeah, that was that was. I picked GDR to win that fight. I said GDR is going to knock her out, just because I felt like GDR had the range and the power, and she was going to find that opening on Pena. Pena, who's more flat-footed, um, no defense. Again, Straya needs to tighten up that defense. Um, when I saw that, I said, okay, GDR is going to score a knockout. But when she got the submission, I was like, wow. GDR's first submission came against Julian Pena. Okay. Dang. Easy said, I'm just getting ready to see MBS and Rocky fight for the title when either one of them beat Pena next. <laughs> Rocky has a chance, 40% chance. You said Rocky has a chance to beat. Oh, okay. You said she has a 40% chance to beat Pena. Okay. Really sad to admit it, but Rocky has a really good chance to become a champion. She does. She does. She has a chance to she has a chance to become champion. Like I said, you know, right now it, it's it's another hot potato situation. Like, I don't know if Grasso can keep the belt at 125. Um 115. We don't know if Lamos takes that belt, right? Like, let me ask y'all this. Like, who do you think who's gonna hold their belt longer? Whaley or Grasso? Or let's say Pennington wins the belt. Like, who do you think keeps the belt out of those three? I mean, I would wait till she wins the belt, but out of those, who do you think in like in each division. What do you think? Easy said, do you think Grasso is too small for 135? I do. I think she's too small for 135. I think 125 is perfect for her. I don't think she's going to really hurt anybody with her strikes at 125, 135. You know, I think that's a perfect weight for where she's at right now. Yeah, Lamos are gonna wait, they're gonna be fireworks, man. I can't even say, man. Oh, I can't even say. Can't wait for that fight. But yeah, um, well, let's wrap it up with Holly real quick, man. Holly home. Because yeah, Juliana Pena, I think, you know, she's doing what she needs to do, holding down her her position as far as trash talk and in her keeping herself relevant. Um, I think it just comes down to the UFC making the right choice between these three now. You know, um, Silva's making a good showing of herself with her wins right now. And um, not, you know, you know, not short of trash talk. Um, you know, talking a good game is going to keep her right where she needs to be. Whether she's the next one or not, she should be fighting for that title sometime next year like if there's another title fight in 2023 and when is not the title contender then she will be fighting for it in 2024 maybe in the spring mma fan for life said holly versus jossie and Nunes would be funny 
I wouldn't even want to see that at this point, man. I think Jazia Nunez might retire, man. Grasso is special. Yeah, Grasso's a good fighter. She's special, man. She is. I don't think she handles 135, though. As I said, Grasso beats up. 135 contender on a daily basis. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, I ain't even gonna say. I already know what he's talking about. Easy said, I think Holly should retire just yet. She was doing decent before the choke. Okay, well, yeah, let's talk about Holly then. Like, if if Holly's not ready to retire, then what do you suggest, Easy? I mean, I suggest two things. I say retire or get a new team. Teron, what's going on, man? I know I saw Teron up in here. What's going on, man? He said Holly needs to retire. Easy said he don't think so. It's them two options. It's retire or get a new team, new gym, all of that. Because as a longtime Holly fan, I'm talking, you know, going almost two decades from her, her boxing career, kickboxing career to MMA, you know, um, I can say just about everything that's just right there in front of me, right there in your face. You know, if you can't break it down, I'll break it down for you. You know what I mean? I can tell you what she needs to do. And it all starts with getting a new team behind her because she would, if she, if she had some people that were going to help her evolve and maybe improve, she wouldn't be coming out with these same game plans. I know some fighters, they resort to certain things. They resort back to their old ways, but she needs somebody that's going to like take her strictly out of her comfort zone. And the question is at 41, is it too late? You know, is it too late? Lolita, what's going on? I don't know, man. Like to me, it kind of say it seems a little too late. That's why easy. I'm saying you think she can't, re- you know, she, she's not ready to retire like who do you think she needs to link up with at this point that can make some major changes in her <laughs> as Ron said that's it he said she needs to retire he called the dolly home mma said who should gdr fight whenever she comes back oh man gdr coming back it's gdr coming back at like 145 Norma would be a good fight. If she comes back at 135, I think Ketlin Varia would be a good fight for her. If GDR comes back next year at 135, Macy Chase on or Ketlin Varia or Yana Kuniskai, any of those three names, you know, the, the, those would be good for our GDR. She don't need to go any lower than that, just, just somewhere around that middle point. Lolita said GDR featherweight. Yeah, if it was like featherweight, Maybe yeah, Macy Chase on at featherweight too. Or um Irene Aldenia, that's a good name too. Irene Aldenia. Run that Tate fight back. Yes, and she really needs a Jack Jackson Wink. Should have left him years ago. Yeah, honestly, man, like when you can only when you can get when you can get when when a gym, you know, is already giving you all they can give you. Um there's nothing wrong with moving on. You know, there's nothing wrong. Like, there doesn't have to be hard feelings. I mean, I'm looking at boxing right now, and, you know, I'm not sure how how far Anthony Joshua goes, but I'm glad that Anthony Joshua is 
taking the initiative to go to a trainer that can probably help him exploit, you know, his physicality and help him use um, his size to his advantage, you know, and truly fight like a big man. You know, he's with Derek James now. Like Anthony Joshua, you know, maybe he's not happy with what he's boxing with these other trainers. Well, he's not. That's why he's left. I mean, he's been trying to find a trainer that can, he can really, you know, fit in with and that can give him the real. You know, he's making the right choice to say, OK, I got to leave and I got to go somewhere where somebody like Derek James has the experience and the team and the accolades, you know, to make me a better fighter. You know, Ryan Garcia, he's in Derek James's uh, camp as well. You know, these are guys that are actually seeing results through champions like Charlos and Errol Spence in boxing. So, you know, I think Holly Holm needs to do the same thing. You know, she needs to go with somebody that's going to help her utilize her speed, her strength and her athleticism, but also build her IQ. And break the chain of throwing the same combinations. You know, uh, Donovan said Holmes should have signed, should have saw the signs when fighters like Carlos Condon left. Yeah. Who else left? Cowboy left? Was Cow Yeah, Cowboy left? I don't even think, I'm not even sure if Clarissa still trains there, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of fighters, you know, are leaving. So, you know, I think that, you know, she needs to go over to somebody like Elevation or something, you know, working under Uriah Faber's wing. You know, she likes to clinch. Maybe working with him, he can... And, you know, having Macy Barb around, develop a real effective clinch fighting style with elbows and everything, you know what I mean? Really help her build her offense. But, yeah, she needs, like I said, she needs somebody. She needed somebody early in her career to help her build off of her strength in a much, much more dominant fashion. Like, not just pressing against the cage, but somebody that's going to help her use that strength to full advantage like off her takedown defense you know um some good clinch fighting where she can control fighters you know with the tie clinch um things like that um but the striking you know she needs more she needs more variety and that's where a better boxing coach would come in you know somebody that can teach her how to go back to the basics of you know fighting off of a jab and not just the same flurry over and over, you know, mixing up the punch variety. You know, that's a big part of Holly's game right now that's been making her predictable and causing her to lose is, you know, her striking variety has been the same, you know. But that's a lot to change now at 41, you know. That is a lot to change. So if she chooses to fight on, I mean, it, at this point, she can, yes, Holly Holm can still win. You know, Holly, she can, she can still rack up some wins, but she better just have that mindset of just fighting fights, you know, fighter, being a gatekeeper, basically. Right. No disrespect. I'm just saying that's what it is at this point. Like, if you're not going to make changes and it's going to just be the gatekeeper, gatekeeper level where you can fight the panties, um, the Lisboa's on the come up, Jamie Lynn Horth. Haley Cohen, Eileen Perez, those fighters. 
because she still has enough skills to beat those fighters. But if she wants to be a champion again, you know, the major change is going to have to be made. A major gym change is going to have to be made. Uh, Marcus said, instead of the best gym for Holly, a GoFundMe page should be made telling Holly to hurry up and retire. Wow. Marcus said, that's how it is. I mean, yeah, because even, even that, Marcus, even where she's at now, fighting on as a gatekeeper is not even a guarantee either, right? It's not. It really ain't a, it ain't, it ain't a guarantee. I mean, she just lost to Myra Buena Silva. And these girls on the come up, they're well-rounded. You know, we ain't going to lie. You know, Jamie Lynn Horth, you know, she's got she's got some tools. Uh, Haley Cohen, she's big. She's strong. I mean, you never know what they could pull off. Jocelyn Nunez. Um, what's the new girl they just signed? Melissa Dixon. What's the other power power hitter girl with hard, hard shots? I can't remember her name right now. The blonde girl they just signed. You know, she's a hard hitter. You know, so you just never know. Like one of these girls can just catch her on that night and they can want to build off of Holly's name. So it's 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 going to just have to be. Evolve or. Get rolled over, basically, you know, roll it, get rolled over. And that's that situation. She's going to have to. Change. The fighter that she is, regardless, regardless, man. Joseph said, just go over to PFL. Yeah, I mean, PFL would be, you know, good money. But yeah, that 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 is that is too, that is the big part of it. Like you said, um where's that comment? Where's that comment? Ravioli said he thinks that um, Santos secretly got that uh, fa facial surgery. Oh, you do? I have to take a look at her again up close. See, you know, how the reconstruction looks. Yeah, yeah, Mastermind. That Holly, that, that, the Holly, the one Holly fight, the one fight that took a lot out of Holly was the uh, G, not GDR, Cyborg fight, you know. Yeah, fighters just get old. Yeah, they just they do. They just get old sometimes. And, you know, if there's no guarantee on. Um, at Well, at this point, there is. There's really no to me. Well, there's no guarantee with anything, but I'm just saying, like, if she, if she was younger, like a Macy Barber, when you make a change, you will see some changes. Right. When you change gyms, you will see some improvements. Not just changes, but improvements. Same like with Wei Lee. Make make the change early and you'll see those improvements sooner. You know, you'll get those improvements sooner. You'll get the results you want sooner. But now at 41 trying to change, it's just like, oh no, like I don't know. Like, I don't know if you can change this leopard spots. You know, you just can't do it. Like how do, Holly's always made these like subtle changes throughout her game, you know, with her wrestling and changing some things up, but it's never been enough to say, oh wow, like it's never been enough to to get back into the title shot mix. Mm. But at number five, you never know, because like she said, she's always one win away, right? <laughs> but with that being said, man, I'm gonna get up out of here now. 
appreciate everybody coming through um my final thoughts let me see final thoughts on this one let's see i think i think it needs to be juliana pena and rocky pennington fighting for the belt it just comes down to that i just was thinking about it while i was talking i'm gonna wrap it up with that and i think buena silva um fighting misha tate in the meantime wouldn't be a bad idea but if she was to wait until next year i don't know if that would be wise for a title shot um but if she doesn't do the tate fight holly versus tate is a good way for holly to end her career and tate them both in their fight uh, career off on a fight a rematch against each other all right but uh yeah with that being said um bantamweight of course i don't think it's ever going to reach that ronda rousey era anymore but um they have been signing some fighters but you know they have been signing some fighters so we'll see if we ever get something like that i mean we got an undefeated fighter melissa dixon who's taking on the russian ronda so oh, well, well there go there it goes right there right we're getting around the era again we're getting the russian ronda era <laughs> we're getting the russian ronda there because you got october 14th you got the russian ronda irena axleva taking on melissa dixon and uh, let's see they're both five and oh no russian ronda's five and one sorry they're both only have five wins and they're both up and comers uh melissa dixon let's see is this the girl i was looking at the the striker who was knocking some girls out no that was uh zelesta kova but these two we'll see you know what kind of energy they bring we'll see if uh russian ronda <laughs> we'll see if russian ronda can revamp a new era of Rhonda. Uh Axleva. Zama said gotta check out. He said gotta check out Russian Rhonda's opponent, Melissa Dixon. Is she any good? I gotta check her out a little bit. She she has some power to her. You know, she's a decent striker, but she only has five fights. I haven't seen enough. You know, she can do a little bit of everything. You know, she's done some Muay Thai. Um I seem to take a few fighters down, but it's too hard to measure it. So I mean, like it's too hard to measure because these 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 are like from organization like called Golden Ticket. Like this is not like she was even fighting LFA or Invicta. Like they're lower level fights from they're they're Eastern European fights. Now the girl she fought is also signed, Daria Zalesnikova. That's the girl I was talking about. That that hits hard. Yeah, she hits hard. That girl has some power. The Les Nicole was eight and one. <clears throat> the UFC just signed her recently. So um, yeah, you got some girls with some energy. The look that the UFC is looking for, you know, Darius Lesnikova, Melissa Dixon, you know, they're both blondes, so blonde Eastern European girls. Um, so we'll see, you know. Oh, yeah, Tamira Vidal is fighting. Who is she fighting against? Tamira Vidal, I believe she had a win over Eileen Perez. It was like a DQ. 
She's a well, I'm not gonna say she looks like a threat yet, because I was no way gonna say that. I think Mirrors Vidal still has some growing to do, you know, not that athletic. Um, she's she's strong, you know, she is got some decent jujitsu, but I still need to see more from her, you know. I still need to see a little bit more from her. You know, she has some power to her game. Um, just don't see her as like a well-rounded fighter. You know, I think that um, from what I've seen, you know, I think that she brings kind of a brawling style and is still wide open to be hit. Tamir's the doll. So we'll see if she's, she's fighting that new girl they signed, Rendon. And Rendon had recently fought Brittany Cloudy. And I thought Brittany Cloudy won that fight, though. But um, Rendon hasn't fought since then. So we'll see. I think Tamir's Vidal could win that fight. Because, um, yeah, she hasn't fought since September last year. Boss Brad Rendon. So we'll see. Maybe she's just getting prepared. But I don't know. Darby said another easy fight for Silva. Tate. Yeah, that could be a, that could be a fight. You know. Like Pena said, you got unfinished business with Misha Tate, so they, they could make that fight. Uh, Lolita said, keep talking. <laughs> it's almost, I've been on about an hour and 20. Um, I wish I could, but I can't because I'm getting hungry. Kilquist said, Pena, Pennington, and Tate, Winter Silver should happen same night. That's not that's not a bad idea. He said, home versus GDR2. Yeah, that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. That's some good matchmaking right there, because that way, that way, Winter Silver can get her her for, her, her second former champion <laughs> on her resume. <clears throat> Zama said, "Russian Ronda, she's just undisciplined." Yeah, that girl, man, like she came in heavy, man, and she was swinging wild in that fight. She came in acting like Conor McGregor, you know, after she won the fight, swinging her arms and everything. I was like, oh, what is this girl doing? She better make weight next time, man. Gonna give up some of that purse again. Russian Ronda versus American Ronda. Uh, so the whole thing with Ronda, you know, that thing has been, you know, just so everybody knows, you know, that, that whole thing has just been like debunked now. Marcus said, is it that Myra Buena Silva has unfinished business with Tate or Tate has unfinished business with Myra Buena Silva? Mm, I don't know. They just need to make that fight, right? Go ahead and make that fight. Yeah, because it looks like yeah, Tate is the one that says she's one shot away, right? So Tate might be the one with the unfinished business. But Tate said that she is one fight away from a title shot. In her recent interview. So you only one shot away from your title shot. Well, you gotta get through Myra Winter Silva. She's number three. Right? So it sounds like she does. <laughs> Lolita said when they walk like that. Oh, Connor McGregor walk. Yeah, hit that like button, like Darby said, before I get up out of here. Uh, Mark said I can see Rocky lifting pinion. Pena in the air with a choke. I can see her. I can see her out. I can definitely see Rocky 
out jabbing. I can definitely see her landing that jab in this fight. Her jab is going to be on point. You know, she takes her head off the line, too. So, you know, Rocky, she'll touch you to the body and the head with the right hand. With the jab, and she'll come back up top with the right hand. You know, so, yeah, Rocky's um, much more uh much she's much more polished on the feet let's put it that way definitely take can't even win a grappling match these days dang yeah she lost that one i remember can't remember the girl's name but yeah i know i saw that oh mma fan or yeah at first i thought you said oh okay you said thoughts on her opponent melissa rendon Montserrat were winning. So my full thoughts on her, I still think she needs work. But what I seen from her boxing, it was a little bit slow. You know, she has some pressure to her, but it's still, you know, this is the UFC. Like what I seen in her early fights, she, you know, she had close fight against a girl. I've seen Tina, Tina Pettigrew, who I thought showed put up a good effort. That was a split decision. Um, the Brittany Cloudy fight, you know, she got to me, she got outworked and outstruck, you know. So, again, defense is something that uh, Montserrat Ren is kind of lacking. Um, and like I said, I haven't really seen much of a ground game with her, honestly. Now, think about it, I was thinking of somebody else, but yeah, Rendon haven't really seen too much of a ground game, so I would fare Vidal in that fight. But yeah, um, we got some interesting fights coming up. UFC 294, Abu Dhabi, Islam versus Oliveira is on. Ooh. Well, Oliveira's getting his chance, man. Let's see if he can do it this time. So, saw Volkanovski almost get his, man. But um, it just shows you how good Volkanovski is, though, man. Adesanya and Strickland. Can you imagine the trash talk between them? Oh, boy. Those two, man, it's going to be straight ignorant. <laughs> it's going to be straight ignorant trash talk. And I mean, <clears throat> from what I've been told, you know, Strickland pulling out some old dirt on Adesanya too, doing some weird stuff. So, yeah, it just goes. I'm not really a Strickland fan either, but, you know, Izzy, he weird, man. Every time y'all bring up Izzy now, that's all I got to say, man. Like, Izzy a good fighter, man, but every time y'all bring him up, I just got to say, man, he weird. Is he weird? Strickland just, I don't know, Strickland just a meathead that I definitely could see myself hanging with, but Strickland, he just a meathead. Like, definitely ain't nobody hanging with, but is he either, man? Is he weird? <laughs> oh, man. KillQuest said, just can't wait to see who's going to be the seventh band and weight champion. Right. Um, well, we know it's going to be one of these three. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I think Rocky, the people like it or not, I think Rocky has the best chance out of these three. And that'll be the next poll I put up for y'all. Um, who is likely to become the next bandweight champion? Um, what else do I want to say? Yeah, quick question. I don't, I don't think anybody answered. Answer this question right now. Who do you think holds their belt longer? Whaley or Alexa Grasso? That that yeah, I'm gonna put the poll up, but I just want to know.
Lowly to say this weekend's fights. Okay, this weekend's fights. Who do we got this weekend? And stay tuned, Lolita, Monday, because I'm going to try to do a UFC 291 show. Teron asked me to do one because he want me to go in on the main car, you know, Justin, Dustin, and all of that. So, you know, Monday I'm going to try to get on and do that because I think Teron Brown said he want to jump on as part of a panel, you know, we're, you know, call in. So, yeah. Just a heads up, because I know Lolita usually miss. Sometimes you miss the show, so I'm just telling you. Monday, I'm gonna try to do it. If not Monday, Tuesday. But I will post like a notification thing up for it. Oh man, this weekend is. Wait, let me see. This weekend we got. As far as women, it is. This is the Aspinall. Tibera card, right? Is it that close? Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah, this Aspinall Tibera card. Only, only women fight. Only WMMA fight we have is Molly McCann and Julia Story Ranko. That's it. That's it. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. We got Kelly Berry and Penny Kansas. Sorry about that. My bad, Penny. I almost forgot her. Panny Kinsen and Ketlin Berry is also on the card. Oh, no, 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 no. Shauna Brandon and Bruno Brazil. Shauna Brandon and Bruno Brazil. They're the first fight. My bad. So we got three fights. We got two unranked strawweights fighting. Two bantamweights. We got a strawweight fight, bantamweight fight, and a flyweight fight. Story Ranko. Oh, man, I don't think she got any business being at flyweight, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the question I asked? Let me see. What is y'all's answer? Yeah, Lolita. Yeah, yeah. Strickland ain't weird like out of sight. He's not weird. He's just, just a meathead. Which, you know, you'd rather be a meathead and then, then Izzy's kind of weird, I guess, you know. You would want to be a meathead rather than... I can hang out with a meathead before I can hang out with somebody that's weird like Adesanya. Like, and I'm not saying weird, all weird people, but I'm just saying like his kind of weird... Izzy's, Izzy's kind of weird is no. I don't want to hang out with that. Okay, so Lolita said Grasso. Easy e said Wei Lee. Running Rini said Wei Lee. Okay. Mastermind said Grasso. Mastermind said Whaley would beat beat Lamos. Okay. So well, he thinks Grasso holds it longer. Okay. Well, it's tied. I don't think anybody can decide on that one. So there somebody has to put in a tiebreaker. Oh, well, Robot Chicken said Whaley. Okay, so it's three for Whaley, two for uh, Grasso. My bad, my bad, Robot Chicken. I see it. Robot Chicken, he he broke the tie right there, right? There's Running Rainy, Robot Chicken, and Easy both said Whaley. They all three said Whaley. Lolita thinks Grasso hold it. And uh, Mastermind. But we're going to put a poll out on that. I'm just curious. I'm just really curious. Running Reed says Sean Strickland said Chris Curtis explained to him why you shouldn't use the N-word and he understands now. 
I mean, you really, I mean, I'm glad that he understands, but you really, to me, you really don't need to have that explained. Like, you just don't say it. Like, that's my standard. If I don't say it, you don't say it. That's how I see it. But, yeah, I'm glad what he understands, though. Because, I mean, he ain't from that background, so. Zaman said Lamos, Grasso, and Pennington are the next champions. Yeah, Lamos, man. I'm telling people, man, Lamos can do this thing. Lolita's got Gaethje. I got Poirier. Yeah, I got I got Poirier. I'm gonna go with Poirier. Why ain't my man Derek Lewis on the main card though? <laughs> Yawn and Alex Pierre. I mean, Tehran, he's selling me on the Yawn fight, man. Tehran has got me picking Blakovich, man, against Pieta. Because, you know, I think Blakovich is just much more well-rounded. Oh, so there, there go Tehran. He back in the building. He said, I'm so ready for 291. Tehran's kind of selling me on the Blakovich fight, on the on the way he can win. Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green. Yeah, I got Bobby Green. But, you know, like I said, we'll we'll go into it. It's a good card. Not even that many women's fights on, but it's it's another car like two weeks ago. I like the Miranda in um, Priscilla Cachoeira fight definitely though. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a good fight. Easy said Dustin already finished Justin once. Anyway, why run that back? People want to see that war. They want to see that blood again. Right, Lolita said, because they're bangers, yeah. Mastermind said, okay, Tehran said, I'm picking Ferguson. Okay, he's got Ferguson. Mastermind said, I don't mind if Lamos wins the belt. All she needs is to connect one good right hook, yeah. <laughs> look, look at Tehran. Tehran says, he said, thank God it's not that many female fights on 291. <laughs> Dang, man, come on, man. We need at least three more. I mean, with the action that's coming, I, I, I'll, I'll overlook it because 290, 290 didn't have that many, but it turned out to be a good card. 290 didn't have that many, but it was still good. I think 291 has the potential to do the same, you know? Lowly just said, have I seen Lamos' legs lately? I check her IG daily. I check her IG daily just to see what she's doing. And um, yeah, I see him every day. She's, you know, she's power. That girl's got some power in them. She got some power in them things. You know, she's she's rolling every day too. So don't be surprised, man. She gets that belt. She is gonna she she's good. I'm gonna say I ain't gonna give my pick away yet. I ain't giving no hundred percent pick, but she's got a good chance to get that belt, y'all. Tehran said, where's your Instagram? It's just Combo Breaker 99. Oh, one word. Yeah, Combo Breaker 99. Tehran said, I'm glad they, um, okay, he says, this is Almighty Tehran. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm not on it right now. I'm not signed in. But yeah, if you send a request through, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, at Combo Breaker 99. Mastermind said, I'll just. I would just say to Lamos, how do you pronounce that? I don't want to butcher that. 
Iso. Iso. That's all I'm going to say. Every time Lemos lands, I'm going to say Iso. I'm glad the main card is all, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Zama says he's got Pieta. Tehran's got yawned by second round knockout. Robot Chicks, I don't look at Izzy to be weird. I think he's unique and different. I won't call him weird if he's standing out. That's why he grew, I grew to like. It, that ain't even, but see Robot Chicken, like, that ain't even why I call him weird, though, man. Like, like it has nothing to do, do with being unique and different. You know, I like people that are unique and different. I love people that just, you know, are different. But it's some things he done in the past that make him a weirdo. Like, you know, every, I have a lot of friends that are just, you know, unique and different, but like, and can be weird. You know, they can be weird. But when you do certain things that he did, it's a weirdo. Like, I can hang with a weird person, but not a weirdo. I do like Strickland. He just needs to have some kind of relationship with God or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Strickland, like, I think he means well with some of the things he says, but sometimes he still keeps trying to play up to the camera, man, and keeps trying to make things funny. And some things that he be talking about ain't funny. Like, if you're serious, just 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 bring it out, man. Like, some things he be on, like, try to joke about it. Just 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 tell you tell me what's on your mind, man. Yeah, I ain't say it. Running Reeney just said it, Robot Chicken, and that's all I'm going to say. I didn't say it. Running Reeney said it. I'm going to leave it right there just so you see it. Iso. Easy said, is he going to have you wearing pearls? <laughs> right, if you're hanging out with him, he's going to have you wearing pearls. <laughs> and, paint, and paint your nails. All vowels in Spanish have the short vowel sound. Iso. Okay, got you. Got you, Lolita. What does that mean again? Is it what what is translated for me, Lolita? What does it say? I how did I forget? What does Iso mean? Is it that's how? Is it that's how? Is that what it is? Um, is that what it is? Oh, right. Let's see. Yeah. Tehran said he thinks Strickland's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm a little too hard on him. I mean, some, some things, but I, I don't know. Yeah, Robot Chicken. She's not lying. And that, I, I didn't want to say it right now, but it might have been nice if I did just so you so you can take that into consideration as well. But I I was going to get around to saying it, you know, I was going to get around to saying it, but I, you know, I didn't really want to put that vibe out there tonight. <laughs> I didn't really want to even think of that, think of something I could do that, do something like that right now. Yeah, everyone needs Jesus. Kill Quest couldn't have said it better. Um, Holly will retire and next Grasso and Val to retirement soon. Iso means that just like that. Yeah, that's what it means. Okay. Just like that. 
FC Wilson, he said ESO is an expression that cannot be translated literally. Okay, it can't be trans. It okay. FC said it means good in this context. Okay. I'm learning something new every day with that because every time I hear him, you know, I'm no I know it means something good because you land a punch and they're like, ESO. <clears throat> you know, it means good. Okay. And mastermind says just like that. All right, all right. Keep doing that. Teron said Derek was going to get knocked out. He said Kevin Holland going to beat Michael Chiesa. I think so. Kilquist said the remaining four champions are Pena, Home, Tate, Shevchenko, and GDR. Teron said, Where am I from? Out East Coast. East Coast. Mastermind, I can speak a little Portuguese. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Maybe one day I'm gonna try to learn a little something. I might have to learn a little something though. But on that note, I'm glad you know everybody came out for this episode, this show. You know, I was um. I, I wasn't going to get on tonight, but then I was just listening to Juliana Pena's interview. And um, then, you know, look, looking back at um, Myra Buena Silva. And, you know, I was just thinking, wow, OK, these girls are really going at it. They are talking trash. And then Rocky Pennington over here, I'm like wondering what she's going to do. So I said, let me jump on and do a do a um do a show today he said you kind of southern i can barely hear it east coast accent okay southeast southern southeast i say east coast because it's over here on this east side east side but it's southeastern yeah it's weird how people can hear the southern accent well no because i can hear the new york accent when I've gone to New York, people can hear the southern accent, and then I can hear their northern accent. So it's normal. Southern people, we can hear real southern accents, though. Like I can really hear, I can really hear. Um, even me being from the south, I can hear like somebody that's like from west virginia or somebody from out Al- well not west virginia alabama or something because you know their you know, there's their whole accent slang is just different oh ernest Richards said norma versus eileen who wins norma hands down norma might actually get her first finish in the UFC. But yeah, on that note, I'm getting up out of here. Again, shout out to everybody in the chat. Like I said, stay, you know, stay on the lookout because yeah, I I'm I don't know. I ain't I probably gonna be on this weekend because I'm I'm gonna be busy. I'm gonna be working. So yeah, Mississippi. Who has the deepest Mississippi? Mississippi. 
some people in Tennessee. I mean, it's like thicker than molasses. Some accents are thicker than molasses. I, I can't even understand. Like, yeah, Alabama. Yeah, like I said, Alabama. Alabama. Being from the South. Okay, he's from Illinois. Okay. Yeah, being from the South, there's some Southern accents. I can't even, uh, I can't even decipher sometimes. I'll be like, wow. Even I need a translator for him. But yeah, like I said, probably won't be on this weekend. I'll be back on Monday, and that's when we'll do the uh, 291 Tehran. So, uh, yeah, like you said, you follow me on Instagram. I hit you up on Instagram. We try to get that together. And, um, yeah, on that note, hit that like button and that subscribe. And I am getting up out of here, y'all. Peace.